Welcome to the Canine PT Academy Podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Canine PT Academy Podcast business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. So before we talk about today's uh, topic, which is going to be centered around finances and business growth, just wanted to once again, I know I've been mentioning for the last few podcast episodes, but just wanted to mention the CRI business program that it's coming now in late March, March 22nd, March 29th, and April 5th. Um, if you are interested, putting the putting the link to it on the show notes, or you can go to caninerehabinstitute.com and find out more more about it. I'm one of the three faculty members within that program. We've been doing that for a few years now, and it's a great program for uh, no matter really which phase of business ownership you're at, there's always going to be a little bit something that you can take away from it. And then also alluded to this also on the last episode as well. Stay tuned. I don't have many details uh, that I can share, new details that I can share, but I know for a fact that we are launching again our Business Accelerator program in early April of this year. We have some cool stuff that we're planning for March as well. Uh, so stay tuned. I'm really excited about it and I'm hoping that within the next couple of weeks or so, I'm able to start releasing some of that information for you guys as well but i just want you to to be aware of it so you know what's coming down the pipeline okay but today we're going to talk about finances and business growth and this is a topic that it has been on my like list of things that i wanted to discuss as a podcast episode for a while but then following up to last week's podcast episode and some of uh, uh discussions online that i have seen i definitely thought it was a good time to bring that up, okay? Because a big struggle I have noted with business owners in the field of canine rehabilitation is actually figuring it out how and when to grow and scale their business, especially when it comes to the finances behind that building, uh, behind that, that growth, and the cost that it takes to to staff to hire new staff of course there is the whole process of hiring in in you know how you're going to find that employee how you interview them how you onboard in and all that kind of stuff and that's a whole other topic to be discussed in the future but first you have to figure out the finances around bringing a staff member as well and that's what i wanted to, to to really focus on today's uh podcast because even though some of us want to stay small either as a small as a mobile therapist or just having a small space while other other ones uh, of us wants to grow a larger space with many staff members the one thing i have noticed is that we're always going to have to figure it out the finances behind it no matter how big or no matter how small you want it to be and at, at one point if you haven't yet you are going to encounter this challenge with growth and it's often going to come surrounded the finances and the finances around uh, staffing as well. Okay, so for example, a common question that I get asked quite often is regarding, oh, how much should I be paying for this role? How much should I be paying for that role? How much should I be paying for a front desk person? How much should I be paying for another canine rehab therapist or a canine rehab assistant or whatever it may be? Now, of course, there's going to be many variables that you have to take into 
into account when it comes to that, you know, including geographic location, including level of training, level of experience, um, you know, and, 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 and a bunch of other things that we have to take into consideration. So, of course, there isn't a one-size-fits-all type of approach. But the one thing that I always bring up to people is having a little bit of a mindset shift. Okay, and what I mean by that is what if instead of thinking how much I should pay someone, how, how about we think what can that person do for us before we even figure it out how much I can pay that person, right? So you start figuring it out what problems can that person solve for you and for your business? What can that person allow you now, the business owner, to do that you can't get done today because of your lack of time, right? So what if, for example, in the, in the case of hiring another canine rehab therapist to see patients with you, we, you know, think about what will you be able to work on with the time that you're now going to have in your hands because someone else is going to be taking some of the caseload away from you. So then now instead of you seeing patients for 35, 40 hours a week, maybe you're seeing patients for 20 to 25 hours a week. And now you have an extra 15, 20 hours that you didn't have before that you can work on X, that you can work on Z. But what are going to be those things that you're going to be working on? Okay, because even though, of course, there are always going to be financial decisions that need to be made along with any of these decisions, and we need to make those financial decisions, uh, um, you know, with a plan, it still boils down to what can those folks do for you, and most importantly, what problems they're going to solve for you, and how that's going to allow you to focus your time and your energy somewhere else. Okay, so hopefully that makes sense. So then if hiring is about finding someone who can help you solve the problem that you have, the first thing we got to do is be very clear on what the problem really is. And that's a big struggle that I have seen with canine rehab therapists. We can't just decide to hire someone just because we're feeling busy and overwhelmed. Because if you do that, and you don't have a clear idea on what is the problem that you're trying to solve with a hire, then you're setting up yourself to not succeed with that process, okay? Because you feeling busy and you feeling overwhelmed are just symptoms as to what the root of the problem really is. And we need to assess those things first and determine what are going to be the next steps needed for you and the business which of course can vary greatly depending on what type of business you're running and what you want out of it, okay? But remember, remember, talk about this many, many, many times before, we're all running our own race and we're all building our own business that suits our lives, that suits what we want out of it and not the other way around. So we need to take those things into consideration. Okay, so for example, the question becomes, should you first hire a clinician or should you first hire an administrative staff? 
Well, it depends. And I discussed this topic on a recent podcast episode as well. And as I discussed at that point in time, the answer can vary. The answer can vary depending on what you need from the business. My preference is always going to be to hire a administrative person first. But it doesn't mean that it's wrong for you to go the other way around. It all depends on what you need from your business. Okay, because one of the most important things for you to keep in mind as the business owner is that once you have that clarity, then what we need to do is start thinking and planning on what we can accomplish with the time that you're now going to have back. Now, let's be honest over here. Will hiring someone free up your time right away? Absolutely not. And please don't go into this thinking that once you hire someone next week, you have all this extra time in the world. Okay, because you're still going to need to invest a lot of your time, a lot of your energy into onboarding, into training that staff person, into basically set them up to success, to succeed, I mean. But should they free up some of your time after that onboarding period? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because if they're not freeing up your time as a business owner after they have been onboarded, onboarded, and they got the flow of their role. If that's not the case, then what's the point of you hiring them to begin with? No matter what role you're hiring for, you hired for, they should always, always take away some of the tasks that you have been doing to free up your time, to give you more energy, to give you more focus, for you to focus on other aspects of your business and, of course, of your life as well depending on where you're at. So then the question becomes, okay, that sounds wonderful, but then what should I really be focusing on with that time? So the first thing we have to keep in mind is figuring out what is needed from you and your business at that particular point in time. Because that's going to vary greatly depending on what phase of business uh, uh, you're currently optimizing for. And I discussed this, I even went back, I discussed this on episode 14, episode 14. So if you haven't listened to it, go back and give it a listen, where I talk about the different phases of business ownership and how that affects like our profit margins. But what we got to understand is that and at uh, any given time, we can only really be optimizing for one phase of the business. And we can be optimizing for revenue, we can be optimizing for profit, we can be optimizing for growth, or we can be optimizing for stability. That's it. Those are the four phases. And you're going to go back and forth between one phase and the other. But what you got to understand that it's not always grow, 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 and it's not always profit, profit, profit. You got about you, you're gonna bounce back between those different phases. But the disconnect I have realized happens when we think that we can bundle two of those phases into one. And the most common example I can think of is when we think that we can maintain the, the same level of profit that we have seen with our business while also growing the business at the same time. 
And believe me when I tell you that I truly wish that was the case. I really wish that was the case because that would make business ownership so much less stressful. But unfortunately, that's not how it works. And if you're growing the business, that means you're going to need to invest money. You're going to need to spend money, which usually going to come into you investing into a new clinic, into you investing in new staff members, or you expanding your current location, or you getting new equipment that's going to allow you to provide new services or whatever it may be. Those things are going to cost money, which in turn are going to cut into your profit. That's just math. There's no other way around it. The only way around it, the only, the only way you can maintain the same level of profit while growing your business is if you find a way to, to fund that growth with an outside financial source, such as a loan from a bank or from the government or from an investor right and those things can happen those things can be helpful we just got to understand the pros and the cons right so for example you can find someone who is willing to invest into your business bring cash into your business so you can then grow you can expand or whatever it may be the one thing to keep in mind is that in exchange for that they're gonna want a piece of the pie and they're gonna want some sort of partial ownership of your business and you can go that route if you want to. There are many benefits of going that route. For me personally, I like have to I, I like to have full control of my own businesses. So I wouldn't do well with that scenario. But that doesn't necessarily that the same applies uh, uh, to you. Now you can also get a loan from the bank or from uh, the government or whatever it may be, which would allow you to get the cash that you need to invest in the growth of your business. But at the same point, at the same time, we've got to realize that at, at one point in time, you're going to have to pay that back. And even if it's going to be with monthly installments over five years, 10 years, 15 years, 30 years, whatever it may be, you're going to have to pay that back, which depending on the interest rate that you're getting, I say go for it. If you're getting a good interest rate, take that money from the bank, pay it off over 10 years, 15 years, whatever it may be. As long as you have a plan on how you're going to pay that back and how you're going to make that money work for you, of course. But that can be a very good option as well. That can be a very good option, especially if you have good credit, especially if you can get a good interest rate on your loans. But always remember, nothing is free. And at, at one point, you're going to have to start paying back that loan. So you might get less of a financial burden right now. But of course, as you start making those monthly payments or so, then those are going to start cutting into your profit later on in life. So you're getting that money now. It's not cutting into your profit, but it's going to cut into your profit for the next 10 years, for the next 15 years, whatever it may be. Does that make sense? Now, of course, in that scenario, the, 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 the goal should be for you to grow the business with that investment, with that money. So then paying back that loan becomes less of a financial burden on you. 
But of course, what I always tell people is take a very close look at the fine print with your loan. Make sure you understand how it all works, how the repayment works, how the interest rate works. Is it a fixed interest rate? Does it adjust? We got to understand what it is that you're signing. And always, always go online, look for a loan amortization calculator, which you can find on Google. Type the total amount of money that you're looking to, to, to borrow. Type your interest rates, how long it's going to take you to pay. And it's going to give you, the calculator is going to give you not only the total that you're going to have to pay, but the total that you're going to pay in interest. And that's something to keep in mind too. That suddenly you might realize that, yeah, wonderful, I'm getting a $50,000 loan, let's say. And I'm paying that over the next 10 years. Wonderful. That makes life a whole lot easier. But then you might realize that by the end of that five years, not only you paid the 50000 back, but you paid, I don't even know, an extra thirty or $40,000. Which you might be okay with it, and it might work for you, or you might be like, no, I don't want to do this. I'd rather figure another way around it. Because often, if we try to figure out another way around it, at least we can come up with potential solutions. That's something that I learned from my business coach before. Money can always be loaned. Money is always out there. But we can't use that as a crutch. We have to have a plan around it. Okay? And, and what I've realized is that the stress from the finances of growing a business usually comes down to the fact that we either don't have a plan around that or we decide to fund that growth with the money that is sitting on our operations account in the bank. So we build up this cushion on our bank account, which makes it feel great. We log in into our bank, we, uh, into our online bank, or we get the statement in the mail and we look at it and we're like, this is wonderful. I feel good. Look at all this money that I have laying around. But then little by little, as you fund your growth with that money and that money starts to dwindle down and you see that financial cushion starting to go away, then you start to get stressed out about it. You start to get anxious about it. But the truth is we got to find that balance. Because more often than not, when it comes to business ownership, we often need to spend money so we can make money. It is a balance that you're going to have to play. That's just the way it works. With growth, with marketing, with many aspects of business ownership, you got to spend money to make money. But the thing to remember is that as long as you have a plan as long as you have a plan, and it doesn't mean the plan is going to go <laughs> like 100% according to what you have like put it together. But as long as you have a pathway, as long as you're not just taking day by day, just taking week by week or month by month, as long as you have a plan, you are going to figure it out. That money is going to make money for you. But we can't just be looking at our bank accounts every other day every other week or every month without a plan expecting that suddenly because we invested this money into 
a new location or into hiring staff or into a new modality of treatment, that suddenly that money that we invested is just going to appear on our bank account because it won't. It won't. And that's when we as business owners set ourselves up for a life of stress and anxiety because of that. Thank you for listening to another episode of the K9 PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for K9 Rehabilitation Therapist. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at hello at k9ptacademy.com. That's hello at k9ptacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to k9ptacademy.com to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheet, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions. Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? So please go ahead and start having some fun.